Hello and welcome to Minor Rex. I'm Charlie, and today I'm joined by Michelle, Alicia, and Maureen as we talk about Disney. Uh, we all know Disney. We all love Disney. Disney is one of the companies. You know, it, it seems like there are only a couple companies anymore, and Disney's sort of at the top. And um, we've all got our experiences and thoughts about Disney. So, yeah, let's start it off. Um, does anyone have like a very early Disney memory? You mean besides watching the Disney VHS tapes as a child? Yes. I mean, th- those VHS tapes are so iconic, like the boxes that they came in. Yeah. Just the, the fact artwork. that they were different sizes from the other VHS tapes just kind of made them this other thing. Like you always knew when it was Disney, that there were staples in so many of our households as we grew up. I still have some of mine, and I, I kept the sing-along song ones because I can't mm. find them on DVD, and I, I really enjoyed like watching those as a kid, especially like the Haunted Halloween one. I'd like mm. When I went to Disney World, I was like trying to find all of these hidden spots. <laughs> the sing-along songs, I think I watched the most. Like I'm sure my parents just loved me because as soon as it was over, it would hit rewind and then just play <laughs> the same one over and over again. But yeah, those are awesome. And yeah, you can't find those. They're rare. Yeah. <laughs> They're not Disney Plus either, which is a whole other thing. Yeah, I, re- I remember a neighbor actually broke our VCR player by putting a, the Cinderella VHS into the player the wrong way around, and we were oh. never able to take it out. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> I've since forgiven him. You are forgiven, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the hardest to try and fix. Like, you have to put a pencil in a hole and try right. to wind them up. Kids <laughs> these days don't understand. <laughs> Did you all go to the the theme parks when you were growing up, the the Disneyland's, the Disney World's? Uh, Yeah, I was lucky enough. My mom is a huge Disney fan. So I ended up, I went to Walt Disney World five times growing up and Disneyland twice. She was a huge fan. So it was like every year something new would come out. She'd be like, let's go to Disney World. And like, you know, being like a five, six year old, I'm like, well, yeah, of course I want to go. So I kind of just roped my dad along, you know, whether he really wanted to or not. It was we're going to Disney World again. (laughs) I went my first memory of going was when I was four. We went for my brother. It was his make a wish wish. So Hmm. we went like in a limo and we went there and we got to go and like meet his favorite Snow White and everything. So I remember going to all the different parks as a kid and it was just really fun and then I went again when I was a teen and it was a lot different and of course like a lot more things happened and then Epcot became my favorite rather than Magic Kingdom um I think if I went back now Epcot would still be my favorite and I still haven't visited Blizzard Beach and that was something I wanted to go to because it was on those like videos from Disney (laughs) with the sing-along songs and camping and that's something so silly but I still want to go visit (laughs) Yeah, so I went to Disney World with my high school band and choir as like our field trip because Disney also has a um, music program where you can learn how to be a better choir, a better band with their like music director. And they have like space on the campus for like an orchestra to set, for example, and like practice and rehearse. So that was really fun. And then my family went to Disneyland when we were, everyone had graduated college. It's like, a, well, we're not doing the tuition thing anymore, so let's go on a fun vacation. And that was really neat because I was able to compare and contrast like Disney World versus Disneyland, mm. which I really liked. But as a kid, I went to this place called Disney Quest, which okay. no longer exists, <laughs> but it was definitely like near like downtown-ish. But the difference between Disney Quest and either Disney World or Disneyland was it was less about the rides and more about like 
games and like video games. So they had、mm. like lots of different arcade games, but they also were really early into the VR headsets. So like there was one where you could play, and it was like you were going through the cave in Aladdin, and you were on the magic carpet ride.、Oh, cool. And if you touched the treasure,、wow. the whole thing caved in on you, and you couldn't get out.、Oh. But then there was this other game I remember playing too, where you had to like. Fight against a bunch of like aliens, but it wasn't like Disney aliens. I don't remember which game it was, but like you had to like actually have like a saber and like slice things, and that was interesting.、Oh, interesting. And Disney Quest was one of those things where they had it and it was great, but it didn't last very long. So、yeah. I was lucky that we were able to go do that. But now I feel old because everyone's like, "What are you talking about? This thing doesn't <laughs> exist." I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> you made it in the the two three yeah, year window, window that it was actually open. Yeah, yeah. and we were lucky because we were all like. A lot younger. I was like in elementary school then.、Hmm. Do you think it's something that they should bring back? I think now because everyone understands what VR is.、Hmm. I think then they're like, "What is this thing? It's not <laughs> Disney World. It's not Disneyland. And there's not Mickey Mouse everywhere." Which was the other different thing. They're、hmm. trying to get away from Mickey and Minnie and all like the kiddie aspects of it. I feel like because they wanted a different Disney experience. I think now it would probably be way better received.、Hmm. But good luck convincing Disney to bring it back. <laughs> Well, we can start their letter writing campaign on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I've never been to any of the Disney properties; just seen the the films and the shows. But I always hear about the behind the scenes being very intense. Like it delivers those magic moments to so many people, but it's able to do that because there's so much behind the scenes, like manicuring everything and making sure that. The people in the costumes aren't seen without their costumes and, and things like that. Well, it's a whole big production too. Like you're ne- whenever like you work at Disney, you're on stage and you're always on in character.、Mm-hmm. So no one is who they actually say they are, which is interesting in some ways because you're like, wait, but who are you really? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories online that if like two cast members have the same name, like they have to switch out one of their names because you can only have like one person at a time. Wow,、yes. that's interesting. I know that they are trained like in character. Like、um, I read somewhere that like the Mad Hatter, like if you ask the Mad Hatter for directions, like he cannot give you directions because he's <laughs>、oh, like all like on T or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So like he, he purposely has to act silly, so like he can't help you,、mm-hmm. and so like that's so awful. That, that is commitment to the bit, right? Yeah, exactly. They're they're that committed that they'll be like, I don't know which way is which way, or you know,、yeah. like speak backwards. Down is up, left is yeah, right. Ex- yeah. yeah. But I think that some of that could be fun because, like, I've heard if you go into like the Toy Story section of Disney World and you say Andy's coming, they'll all fall to the ground. I <laughs> heard that they actually had to stop that for safety. <gasps> they had to stop that for safety、oh, reasons.、No. So now they say Andy's not here. Andy's at college or something. <gasps> But yes, they, they used to do that. That's worse. <laughs> oh. I bet every seven-year-old was saying it every ten seconds. Well, that's, like, that's, that, that was the problem. I think they were falling on the ground too often.、So. <laughs> too many bruises for Woody and Buzz. <laughs> We actually、um, one time the park there was just too many people trying to leave at night after like the fireworks, and to get everybody out, they actually had us go out like a back way.、Mm. It was the worst experience because it was like you saw these trash cans and everything, and you're like, the magic is gone. What happened? It was awful. <laughs> Like it's just like literally, it's like not even as deep as you think the building is, and like behind it is just all like dark, and it's really. 
Oh no. It's really almost like you think of like a cardboard cutout, like on the front <laughs> is the nice side. And so I was like, oh, now I'm traumatized. Oh, no. <laughs> the facade is revealed. Yeah, exactly. But they don't do that often, mm-hmm. thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the other fun thing I heard about Walt Disney World was they have cats there, and their job is to keep, like, rats and, like, mice at bay. Okay. They're not trained, but they're kind of, like, semi-feral, but they're there. (laughs) So if you see a cat running around, don't worry, I guess. But if they're supposed to keep mice away, what about Mickey Mouse? Well, he's he's the exception to the rule. (laughs) He is their leader. Yeah, yeah, Mickey, Minnie are okay. Okay. Everyone else. Everyone grandfathered in. Yeah. Yes. Let's go back to maybe the very beginnings of Disney, because it's remarkable how long they've been doing their thing. It's almost 100 years at this point since Walt Disney started Steamboat Willie and those early cartoons. Obviously, that happened before we were all born, but, you know, yeah. you know the legend still loomed large. And I remember my teachers played Fantasia, and we're like, this is a cultural experience more than just a film. I'm sure that film in particular just kind of introduce so many people to these classical music pieces. I remember seeing Fantasia 2000 when Mm. it was in the theater. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not sure what's happening because I was like 10 at the time. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But it was still really fun to watch. Yeah. More of a sensory experience than like a plot film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the iconic brooms. I think that's always the most fun thing. If you guys have ever seen Disney on Ice, they always have like the brooms come out and they do like the whole sweeping dance. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I haven't seen that, but that sounds awesome. Yeah. I remember seeing um, Toy Story on Ice when Toy Story was big. That was fun. They'll still bring that back. They're adding a lot more to it. Like the last time they were doing some of the Disney princesses, and I honestly, I'm like, maybe I'm a little biased, but I still think they're the most fun to watch because it's not like they'll do a little bit of each story, not have to sit there and watch a whole story. And you can see like all their iconic moments. And then you have like Ariel dancing and like going up on, um, they pull her up to the ceiling and they have her twirling up there. Ariel. Yeah, Ariel uh, acrobatics. I'm just like, oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'll see them flip each other and I'm like, this is a lot harder than acting out (laughs) a scene. When I was three, I think I saw Beauty and the Beast on ice, but I don't remember there being broomsticks in that one. Hmm. Must be a newer thing. Maybe. They they had like, you know, Chip and Cogsworth, but I don't know how they maneuvered in those big, because they were like full big costumes and they're on skates. I don't know how they did it. They're professionals, but it's still very impressive and a little heart pounding. I think too, Disney, especially when Walt Disney was still around, they're trying to constantly push animation as an art form Mm -hmm. and that's when they did things like the skeleton dance so they had a bunch of skeletons come to life and dance in the graveyard like that was one of those pieces that everyone goes to back to to this day and they're like that was really radically different than anyone else anyone had tried to do it's just black and white and it's not really impressive now (laughs) but like back then it was like the thing and so there was always like the push to expand the art form of animation which I think my more modern critique now is like, well, you did all of that. You brought in 3D animation, which is great, but we now just are kind of at the standstill where it's like everything's now like almost 3D animation. Mm -hmm. I do have a soft spot for traditional cell animation where each uh, frame is done by hand. You know, it just looks more human as opposed to CGI has gotten so much better over the years, but you can always kind of tell when it's just a computer background and it's not as handmade. 
you know, maybe I'm just a fogey. Maybe I'm not getting with the times. But No, I concur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I understand, like, there are times when people use, like, CGI things well. Mm. Aladdin's probably a good illustration of that just because of the lavas, clearly, like, yeah. CGI. But it's done in just, like, that element, and then, mm. like, everything else isn't. Right. So I think it depends. Yeah. I, well, Beauty and the Beast with the ballroom. Yeah. That was all CGI, but yet everything else was hand animated. But it and was gorgeous. I know. Oh, it's one of my favorite scenes of all time in a Disney film. Just, oh, it's wonderful. That and the library. I mean, is there oh. any reason why we're all here? We yeah. loved the Disney library. Oh, from I, I wish I had Beast Bell's library. That would be amazing. I mean, we're getting close to DPPL. We just need to like have more balconies and I think okay. we'll get there. And those, um, the slidey, um, stair ladders. Mm, yes. yes. We need those. Yeah. You mean we need library rails? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing those at Ikea. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. I think we need taller ceilings, but yes, we yes. should definitely get those. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. I think it does kind of bring up the point that every generation has its own type of Disney. Like, our Disney is different from our parents' Disney, which is different from the Disney that's around now. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that they have started pushing very hard on the sort of live-action remakes of classic Disney films and you know, intellectual properties that they own. Mm-hmm. I, I recently saw a list of all the ones that have come out since Disney Plus has launched. Mm-hmm. And there are so many that I hadn't heard of that have been super successful. Like, it seems they're remaking everything that still has fans, you know? Have you seen any of the new live-action remakes, and and what's your take on them? So I actually recently saw The Little Mermaid. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought they picked perfect actors for it. Halle Bailey is fantastic as Ariel. And they stuck with the story, which was nice. Mm. I kind of wish they had expanded a little bit or, like, explained some of the things more. Like, they kind of, like, open up some things. Like, um, they talk about, like, oh, the sea gods are against us. Like, when Prince Eric is talking on land. And they talk about all these ships that have been sunk. But they don't explain who's doing it. You kind of suspect it's probably Ursula. But they don't explain that enough. (laughs) And I don't know. I just wish they had done a little bit more to differentiate. Because... If you just do a straight live action of the animated, you're just always going to want to watch the animated more. Mm. Like, I feel like with almost every single live action Disney movie, like, I've enjoyed it or not enjoyed it. There's some that are not that good. Mm. But I prefer the animated one always. I think the one exception would be Cinderella. That one, I think, did such a great job with the actors and the costume design and the story to be similar but yet different like Mm. i would put that on par with like the animated but all the other live action movies they just don't quite reach that (laughs) initial animated film you didn't (laughs) like the beauty and the beast version i i did but it's still it's not as high as the animated one yeah yeah yeah. and and some like the lion king are just Mm. no should not be talking no (laughs) well i think that's the only one that i have seen and i i was sort of nonplussed by it because you know i was like seven years old when the original came out so i was Mm -hmm. like primed for it Mm -hmm. and i don't know it seemed like a case of too many cooks where they, they were just trying to throw everything at it to make it as good as the original and it just could never be. I think yeah. my biggest problem with it was, and I heard someone else describe this, they're like, they made the CGI animals too real mm. and it felt like you were mm-hmm. watching National Geographic okay. yeah. with Disney songs behind it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And the other thing that someone else pointed out that I agree with was, the reason why 
I feel like the anime, the original anime Lion King hits differently is because the animal faces are way more expressive mm. in their cartoon cells yes, than right. they can be in real life mm-hmm. or real life CGI. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't convey the same it emotion. It doesn't because yeah. even if you go to the scene where Simba is right before that stampede and the CGI one, you don't get that anything scary is happening mm. besides the music. Right. And that's the problem. Yeah. 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 So then you're like, I'm waiting for this. We all know it's going to happen. And you're like, the musical did this better. Come on, you guys. <laughs> yeah. like, but at the same time, if they did try to CGI human anthropomorphized faces into that movie, it would have been even creepier. It would have been like cats. Yeah. I feel like you could have done <laughs> yeah. like... Oh, goodness. You could have done like semi-realistic Toonie CGI and mm. not done the full National Geographic realistic. Because I feel like that would have been better. Yeah, I think a... they went too real. Mm. And that was their problem. Yeah, there's a middle ground for sure. Yeah. Or they could just not remake their films and try to make all new different ones. <laughs> I like the idea. <laughs> I like the idea of remaking movies to like make amends for like Disney's like really unfortunate past, though. Because I think That's true. Little yeah. Mermaid, I think, was a good version of that. Because I think we're finally seeing like black actors. Oh yeah, no, in I agree with that. A mainstream Disney movie, which is nice, and it's a Disney princess movie, which is wonderful. And I'm still waiting for, like, other aspects of, like, diversity to be shown in Disney, which I guess we'll just keep waiting for. But another one that I saw was the Mulan movie. Okay. I think it was gorgeously shot. It was gorgeously done. But, yeah, they didn't have, like, the music in it, though. And so mm-hmm. I'm like... Yeah, it was all instrumental, I think. Okay. They yeah. They the words, and they cut out Mushu. Yeah. Like, I'm fine if you're going to, like, make... Because it's one of the cases where Disney took an original text, and they right. Disneyfied it. That's true. And they were like, well, can we take some of that out? I'm like, I think you could have. But, you know, at least give us the cricket. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a good middle ground, you know? And when you have, like, nothing to guide you, you're like, all right, we're watching a Disney film, but we, where are we at? Yeah, or, like, with the Mulan, like... It would have been a good film, maybe, if it wasn't tied to the Disney film. Like, if they had done a different mm. version of Mulan. Yeah, a lot of live-action versions. Right. Don't have it be tied to the animated at all, then, yeah. like you're saying. Because, yeah, I mean, if yeah. it was just a movie on its own about this semi-historical, right? Mulan's yeah. Sort of semi-historical figure, you know, I think it would have been a good film. But because everybody's expecting the Disney things, mm-hmm. they were just inevitably going to be disappointed. Yeah. Do you think the reaction is different for people who are coming in cold, who haven't seen the originals, as opposed to people who are, like, comparing it against their memories? I'd say so. Yeah. I know the kids in my mom's preschool class are like, they've seen Little Mermaid, and they're like, do you like Ursula? We don't like Ursula. And, like, they, they had a whole different take on it, where I was like, I'm loving the music and that yeah. Eric has a song, and could have been a little bit stronger with his voice, but I love that he incorporated like his and Ariel's music together, and it was just really wonderfully done musically. Yeah. But to your point earlier about The Little Mermaid, I'm fully expecting like a Disney Plus series of them going on adventures, and I can learn about every mermaid. Yes. I, well, they talked about they were interested, if it does well enough, about doing a sequel or something. So yes. I yeah. mean, they did make a sequel of the animated one, so they could do that. Oh, bring Melody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. The only Disney princess with a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Did anyone see uh, Black is King, the Beyonce film that was on Disney Plus? Not yet. I, no. I think that that might be a best case scenario for this sort of using intellectual property to create new, original, ambitious works. Uh, because 
Beyonce was contacted to do one song for the Lion King movie. Mm-hmm. She gave them an album, like a full music inspired <laughs> by the Lion King album, and then proceeded to make a movie based on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think there's connections with Lion King. Like all of the characters have a counterpart. Like there's a Simba. You know, there, there's characters who are counterparts to the Lion King. But it's a, a live action film, and it's about the black experience mm-hmm. and. You know, it's a very ambitious work and very successful. Like, I think it won an Emmy and a Grammy. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like oh. th- that's sort of a good way to go. Like, it's not The Lion King, but it works in conversation with that. And I think that having seen The Lion King sort of deepens your understanding of the themes going into it mm-hmm. while still being a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely recommend that. <laughs> and also a way for Disney to make a very diverse piece of work that represents the conversation now because you know we are quite a long way away from zippity doo dah and oh, the yes. the sort of cringe worthy mm-hmm. uh, racial aspects of uh, Disney's past yeah I'm still waiting for The Princess and the Frog, like, mm. live-action remake. Oh, that would be a good one. I think that would be really, like, a good reinterpretation of that movie, too. Because mm. I think some movies aren't necessary for, like, live-action remakes, and then some, I think, would be a good reinterpretation if they did mm. it well. I think we pretty much have all seen, and probably don't realize at this point, 101 Dalmatians yeah. is also live-action. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that actually <laughs> held up fairly well. Yeah. They did take a liberties with it, but it was really, really good. The, the Glenn Close version? Yeah. 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 I remember seeing that in the theaters. And there was 102 Dalmatians, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. That was and I'm sure when I saw it in the theater at the time, not realizing it, there were probably adults in there like... Not as good as the 60s animated movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was a book, too, first. Right, yeah. yeah. A lot of people forget, but yeah. There were also, like, 101 actual different toys at McDonald's you could collect, and I remember <gasps> people were. going crazy yeah. over that. Yes, I did not get anywhere near close, but <laughs> no. it was cool that yeah. there was 101 different toys you could collect. And they yeah. gave you movie posters, I think, the week yes. of the premiere at McDonald's, <gasps> too. right. I forgot about Back that. McDonald's had the good toys. Yeah. <laughs> they, Every Disney movie that would be like come out or re-release yep. on VHS, yeah, they would yeah. have toys for it. Those were amazing. Yeah. So I have a Disney Christmas tree, and it's comprised of mostly toys from like McDonald's and like other things. And so I usually do like all of the heroes on the front and the villains on the back. And there's <laughs> I still have That's like amazing. <laughs> They're so, like, weird and cool to go back and see, like, all these random things, like the Disney Park ones you can, like, hold up to the sky and see, like, a scene from, like... Oh, nice. When they were doing Lion King and stuff back then. Yeah. I know they had Little Mermaid, like, bath toys. Mm. They would give those away. Aww. <laughs> like, you, Ariel, like, floated or something on the water. I think Flounder, you squeeze, you know, like a little squirter of squirted water. And I think Aww. Ursula, like, you blew it up so she was like all plastic or whatever but yeah. then like you had her eels were like a ring so it was like a ring toss almost oh. like you tried to <laughs> those are fun yeah. I remember that it's merchandising at it's finest yes <laughs> speaking of merchandising isn't it a shame that the Disney store no longer exists yes, yes. Oh, it's in awful. the area or in the are there still Disney stores so I heard that there's at least two in the US but I think they're both on the coasts okay oh. they're like not near us at all yeah. mm-hmm. that's isn't it? I really miss going in person just to look at all the stuff, yeah. just to you know see what they have because online is not the same. Having to scroll through different things, Definitely or not. if yeah. you're like me and I, like I collect dolls, and like you order a doll, and who's to say what? 
quality it's going to be. Right. You can't like look at it to see like, oh, is this one's face paint a little off or not. You don't know what you're going to get. Right. Yeah. And that's important. It is very important. Yeah. I also like to go in and each Disney store had its own personality. Any like mm-hmm. all the different scenes up at yeah. the top. That was always fun to go and look at. And yeah. I remember the old, old Disney store where there was a huge like mosh pit of stuffed animals. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted them all. And I just was like, oh, I want to be here. <laughs> yeah, I used to work at the Disney store because that was like my first job after college. And that was also the year that Frozen was oh, a big deal. And, wow. and everyone wanted Anna and Elsa dresses and dolls and anything you could get your hands on. That was an experience, let me tell you. <laughs> Were we busy during Christmas and New Year's? For everyone sure. wanted to build a snowman. Yes. Everyone. Everyone wanted. They still do. Everyone wanted Olaf. Yeah. yeah. Also Encanto. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I liked Encanto a lot. That was probably one of my favorites of like the later releases, for sure. And Coco. <laughs> oh, Coco is so sweet. I still haven't seen Coco. I'm behind oh, on so many to, Disney movies. You need to watch Coco with for the box sure. of tissues. <laughs> yes, <laughs> box of tissues is necessary. If you remember the first ten minutes of Up, you'll need a box of tissues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like any Disney movie, I need a box of tissues. Why? Any any Disney movie. At some point, it's going to make me cry. But, like, why is it the thing recently, too? I feel like it started with Little Nemo, and then the first 10 minutes of any Disney movie, you're going to just, like, sob uncontrollably. Same thing with, like, Finding Dory. Like, why? Yeah. What is wrong with you people? Why don't you want us to be happy <laughs> when we see these six. movies? Yeah. They, they want yeah. the happiness to be hard won at the end. <sighs> Well, I heard the reason why a lot of the earlier films, how like a lot of the characters either are orphans or only have one parent alive, mm-hmm. is because Walt Disney um, felt guilty because he had purchased a home for his parents when he had started to make a lot of money, and that home burned down and they died in the fire, and oh, he felt no. so guilty about it. So all of his characters, or well, maybe not all of them, but all, a lot of the early stories, that's mm-hmm. why they're orphans, because he felt so bad about it. That's dark. So, wow. That is very dark, and I don't know why they continue it today because <laughs> it's you know. a tradition that doesn't have to keep going. No, it does not. Like, didn't they traumatize us enough with Bambi? Do you remember watching Bambi <laughs> yes. for the first time uh, as a kid? I was like crying my eyes out, and no, it was not okay. No, I, I think I've blocked that memory out entirely. Yeah. But <laughs> it's one of those things where it's a great use of cinematography. It's a great storytelling technique. But wow, did you not have to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I like to think of like Thumper or Bambi yeah. happy moments. <laughs> we, I think there's there's a reason why the, all the merchandising for Bambi is all about Thumper and Flower and all the wildlife. Mm. It's not about oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Or mm. poor Bambi. Or a Homeward Bound. Did you all see Homeward yeah. Bound? Oh, there there's no. some lines from that movie. I just have to say a sentence and I can make my sister weep. Oh, yeah. No. Like when the golden retriever can't go on at the you guys go on without me. Charlie, oh. shut up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's you. They get you. They it, absolutely it do. They Especially do. when it's like real animals telling the story too. Right. And I'm sure it's subconsciously how we develop emotional intelligence yeah. to understand the situation and I don't know if any of you watched or remember Old Yeller, mm. but this was one of my brother's favorite movies. I don't know why, but he would go up to the point where like the poor dog was like sick and everything, and he'd stop it, rewind it. He's like, no, nothing happened. <gasps> yeah. I, I was going to say, this is not a great yeah. favorite movie. Because how sad it is. Wow. 
I think there's one like Winnie the Pooh. It's like Christmassy themed, and it's like Pooh has to like go like they sent a letter to Santa, to, mm. and like he lost the letter, and so he, he's gonna like hand deliver it, go over to the North Pole, and like mm. Piglet, like they're all kind of sand, sitting around like this fire waiting for Pooh to come back. They're like, oh, the only thing I wanted was for all my friends, and oh my gosh, Aww. it makes me cry like every time. And then like you know Pooh and Christopher Robin come, and everybody's happy, but it's like every time I'm like, no, don't make me cry. Did you ever play Kingdom Hearts? <gasps> yes. Okay, I love Kingdom Hearts is like the game that got me into video games. Okay. Yes. The Pooh Bear section in that made me cry. Oh, when he was like, Sora, will we be friends forever? I'm like, oh, yes, yes always Pooh, yes. always. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is interesting because when you're playing Kingdom Hearts, you know all of it because yeah. we should have seen all of it by right. that point. That's such a fun game. It, like, And yeah, to introduce people to Disney movies maybe that they had. It, it was like mm-hmm. literally you could be playing in like a Disney movie. Yeah. I like how it's Disney and it's also Final Fantasy. So it's two different <laughs> yes. like franchises coming together. And nobody thought it would be good. No. I remember at the beginning, like credits were like, eh, this won't be good. And then it ended up being huge and big. and It was like yeah. probably one of the best things that they did. They brought yeah. back a lot of Disney voice actors for the first Kingdom Hearts yeah. 2. Which was phenomenal. Because you're like, is it really them? Like, no, some of it was really them. Yeah, it was them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Disney goes harder than I remembered. (laughs) And I I think that's why it it goes so deep into people. Because, you know, it gives you the the happy ending and the good feeling. But there's also the darkness in there. And it creates these formative experiences. I like to think of some of that as, like, the Disney moment. Mm -hmm. Like, within the first remake of Cinderella. I don't know if anyone cares if I spoil a little bit. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Like when um, the stepmother just like smashes the shoe and everyone in the audience was just like, that wasn't supposed to happen. How, yeah. What's going to happen now? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like that whole, everything is going to be bad and then everything gets better. And I like love that about Disney movies. Yeah. <laughs> it takes you on a roller coaster for sure. Yes. <laughs> I guess it kind of shows you like even in the worst moments, there's always something that can be done that can make things better. Sometimes you'll need help from, you know, like a fairy godmother or something, but, you know, a lot of it comes from you. Like, you can make things better. Have you guys been following any of the Broadway shows? Like, following? Like, or, like, have you watched any of them? I've seen The Lion King on Broadway when it came to Chicago, and that was Ooh. fantastic. Mm. I highly recommend it because they took like songs that they cut out from the original movie and put it in the Broadway show. Okay. So it's longer than the original movie, but it's definitely good. I like the puppetry and just how they did storytelling on the stage and made it so dynamic. Mm. It's one of like the best musicals I think that they've ever done. Okay. I think the last one I saw on stage was Aladdin and I was worried when they were on the magic carpet because I thought they were going to fall at one point. Oh, no. But I had a friend who knew somebody that was working. I knew the stage manager and so they went back and like had a tour and they were trying to like find out how everything was working. He's like, it's Disney magic. That's how it works. (laughs) I'm like, you can't give up those secrets. I love that explanation. (laughs) I know I saw Beauty and the Beast at some local theater. That was well done. It was yeah, a very yeah. good classic. Yeah, gorgeous <laughs> costumes. Just wow. <laughs> I haven't seen Frozen, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I think she wears pants instead of a dress. So that's How an interesting. Dare she? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does. Well, I think Elsa wears pants in Frozen too. Yeah, that's she does true. in the she... second one. Maybe it's a combination one and two. Oh. Maybe I don't know. That would make maybe. sense. 
Mm, now we'll just have to go watch it and I figure guess this so. out. Yeah. <laughs> Field trip. <laughs> yeah. I missed the window for The Little Mermaid, and so when they were doing the live action, I was curious if they were going to mix the music up in there with it, but they didn't. So I was like, oh, they went a whole other direction. So we basically have like three different versions of The Little Mermaid out there oh, in the world now. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. And she's also now a new live action character at the Disney parks. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh. I was wondering if they were going to do that, because I would hope so. They did. Yeah. Yay. So they have two aerials then? They there? can't be out at the same time. Okay. <laughs> so it, you either get animated aerial or live action aerial. Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But that's cool. You could see both, though. Yeah. 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 What were your opinions on the new Scuttlebutt song? Um... <laughs> It was kind of just there. <laughs> I, a lot of the news, I mean, like, Eric's song was all right. Um, and I liked Ariel's, like, her monologue when she first got on land and was, like, not actually talking, but, like, singing in her head. Yes. I, that was a nice addition. The rest of the songs were just okay. They weren't anything special. I much prefer Lin-Manuel Miranda's Encanto songs. <laughs> I did like his Encanto songs. <laughs> yeah, 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 those are fantastic. Yeah. And Hamilton. <laughs> yes. Which is also on... Is that on Disney Plus? That's on yes. Disney Plus. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot in Disney Plus that you don't think is there. Like all the National right. Geographic stuff. Yes. Yeah, The Simpsons. Yeah. Yes. Um, the Beatles Get Back. I'm contractually obligated to mention The Beatles Get Back on every yeah. podcast. <laughs> You've done a good job of that so I, far. I wonder, are the Indiana Jones on Disney Plus? Because I know they've got like Indiana Jones movie rides at mm. the parks. Maybe. I yeah. I'm always no. surprised by what Disney's releasing. Uh, they're somehow yeah. connected with Indiana Jones. I don't know. They are connected with the Muppets, too. Oh, yes. Yes. They, have, yes. they have most of the Muppets stuff there, except for the new Fraggle Rock. That's on uh, Apple Plus. Oh. Mm. Or Apple TV. For now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was, I was like, oh, I'm so glad they're bringing back the Fraggles. I'm like, well, it's another thing you'd have to go stream. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> have you guys been following any of the Marvel movies or the sony versions <laughs> well i liked some of the earlier ones and then i just there's just a lot it, it's there's almost like lot. it's almost like the comic book versions of the superheroes or after a while there's just so many different stories and you have to like read issues you know mm-hmm. 65 through 82 <laughs> to get this story and then it, so it's starting to feel a little bit like that so like yeah i was watching like, the guardians of the galaxy movies and now i'm kind of worried for the third one like am i gonna have to know what happened in mm-hmm. like Spider-Man universe or, you know, like Thor to know what's going on here. I don't know. I'm hoping not. (laughs) Someone online made a chronological list, uh, not by when they were released, but by when they happen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it was so overwhelming. There's 60 movies that you have to watch (laughs) in order to get the full picture. Oh, boy. Yeah, I've seen that, too. I'm like, well, that's really great. But my hot take on Marvel is they're not doing movies of the like superheroes I actually like. Mm. For me that's like X-Men like they oh, have I'm waiting X-Men. for them to redo the X-Men in some way shape or form or just have like more female like superheroes around because that's kind of what I like Marvel for and I don't know why they haven't leaned into anyone. I've seen the Black Widow movie and that was all right, mm-hmm. but I'm just waiting for them to do more projects like that and mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Did they get the rights from Sony for X-Men yet? 
Because that that's was... the trouble when you have multiple companies that have like superheroes. Because that was a joke that Deadpool makes. He's like, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. He's like, why are we in Xavier's like mansion and no X Men are here? He's like, oh right, well we don't have the rights to the X Men, so uh, it's just <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what happens. So you're like, oh, okay, well. They are supposed to on Disney Plus remake the X-Men animated series from the early 90s. I love that one. And I don't know. I think it's supposed to come out later this year. Oh, that would be so I'm excited for that. I liked that series because it wasn't like superheroes are so scary and it's the end of the world like yeah. it is now. It was so campy because they're all in like their spandexy yes. like outfits yeah. on a couch having tea and Storm has like a teacup at one point. I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I I've seen, Storm. but I love oh it. Gosh. I also love Storm. Like, bring her movie into That'd play. Be nice. I she's my favorite of all of them. Like, why don't you do something with her, please? Yeah. I'm begging you. You know, I'm sure there's somebody at Disney who's just waiting for those rights so that they can. I mean, there just has to be. Yeah. I can see that going fast. Yeah. Well, let's hope there's one at Disney Plus listening to this podcast. Yeah. We've got a growing list of things that they should <laughs> like they, in. they were supposed to do a store movie way back in the day, but Halle Berry like, didn't want to do it. Uh-huh. And then they were going to see if like they could get another actor to do it. And then it just became those projects that like never happened. Hmm. Development hell. Sometimes yeah. I just think of what we could have had, and I just cry a little bit. <laughs> the other thing that I'd be excited about is since Disney has the 20th Century Fox now mm-hmm. as technically Anastasia's a Disney <gasps> princess, like they could do something with that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> oh, I, that was a great movie too. Growing up as a kid, yeah. it's yes. really. Someone said like it's like Les Mis for kids almost, oh. and I'm like it's. Not exactly, but I understand the vibe. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. I would enjoy that if they did something with that. Yeah, There's they, lots. Could, they could Disney-fy it a little more or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. There's, like, so many things they could do, but what are they going to probably do? Make Spider-Man and bring Iron Man back somehow and just do that? And you're like, great, but we also wanted a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, and it, it seems like the priorities are the things that have made money in the past that that seems to be the philosophy behind all of the remakes like Mm -hmm. if the lion king made however many billions of dollars then a live action one can't possibly fail it's too big to fail but Um, is it really (laughs) because i remember lion king was the most popular disney movie until frozen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do we know what's beaten frozen if anything i don't know oh Okay. Still one thing that was live action was a TV show was Once Upon a Time. <gasps> I love yeah. Once Upon a Time. That one, I thought, because it's the Disney stories, but it's so different and a different twist. Yeah. That one was really good. I wish they could do something like that or like differences, like when they're doing live action, like think more along those lines, mm-hmm. maybe. That would be fun. I think that's what they're trying to do with some of like the villain movies that they're doing now. Because someone said, like, you know, you already kind of did this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to do this. If we didn't want to. I liked Corella. <laughs> yeah, Corella. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Yes. Was yeah. I the only one who watched it and was like, I don't like this? Oh, sad day. I did not. I like Emma Stone, so that helped a lot. Um, but Like, she's great. I was just like, mm. I just liked the story. No. Same. So who's the next villain movie they're focusing on? Though? I don't know, because they did Maleficent. They yeah. did Corella. Gaston. 
I want a, a of mirrors. I want like a, a Hades movie. Oh, oh that'd be great. That. I would watch that. Yeah, wouldn't you? That's gonna be, I think, the next one on Broadway is Hercules. <gasps> they, they, oh, they, they yes. I'm excited. Oh, I love Hercules. It's such a great. It's one of those things where the animation is wonderful and the music is fantastic. Like, yeah. I loved Meg and her, like, sauciness. She was, like, not going to put up with anybody. Yeah. (laughs) There's actually, um, I read a really good book um, as part of the Disney um, Twisted Tales series. I don't know if you've heard of those. Yeah. It's sort of like a what if or something. And this one's actually a little bit like a sequel to Hercules. It's (gasps) where uh, Zeus and Hera, they don't want to, like, so Hercules is a god and he'll live up on Mount Olympus. So the only difference is, is they do not accept his wish to live on Earth. Like, they're like, no, you have to live in Mount Olympus. Oh, no. And so Meg has to become a god herself. So this story details, like, all these things she has to do on her own to become a god to be with Hercules. Oh, wow. It's it's really good. I highly recommend it. That does sound good. Yeah. Yeah. The title is Go the Distance, A Twisted Tale, and it's by Jen Kalanita. Ooh. But, I have yeah. to read that one. If you like Meg, it's all Meg focused. You actually meet the guy who abandoned her <gasps> and why she's all like upset at the beginning. It's <laughs> it's, it's really good. Ooh. Yeah, that was the other great thing in like the nineties too. Hercules. We had so many good musical Disney movies back in the day. Mm-hmm. What would be the worst villain in Disney? Like the one that's like most the most hated. evil or like you don't like at all either <laughs> oh that's tough i can tell you for me it's frollo from the hunchback he, oh he's yeah. pretty bad pretty unlikable too he's too yeah. close to real life and i'm like i'm good without you yeah. <laughs> yeah that was an unfortunate character choice but i can tell you i do love to belt out scars uh villain song from time to time <laughs> <laughs> I guess someone said, like, maybe I'd agree with it, is, like, the wicked stepmother from Cinderella. Just, Mm. like, you're saying anybody could kind of be that. It's not some person with powers. Like, she doesn't have any powers. She's just really mean and cruel and could come across a person like that any day. And that's, I guess, what makes it terrifying. (laughs) Or or just not very likable. Yeah. Yeah. The banality of evil. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think my favorite villain's probably Mother Gothel. Just because, like, yeah, she wants to live forever. What's wrong with that? And what's totally wrong with, like, doing it in such a way that you just convince someone that, you know, this young girl's your daughter her whole life. She just has to sing to you all the time, right? It's fine. Totally normal. Tangled the series. No. She has a real daughter she abandoned, so that just uh, adds into her evilness factor. See? But she's, like, wonderfully evil, though. I think that's the thing. Yeah, you've got to own your villain status. (laughs) She does. Yeah. (laughs) The evil queen is kind of like that, too. Yeah. She just wants to look pretty and young, and, you know, somebody else walks along, and she wants to preserve that beauty. Ooh. Although, I don't understand. Why does she turn herself into an old witch, then? If she's so concerned about beauty, mm-hmm. you know, why does she transform herself into an old woman to, like, trick Snow White? She could have transformed into a different-looking young woman <laughs> and tricks Snow Like, I, doesn't, I, I don't understand it. Unless it's just how the magic worked. Like, she can, like, preserve herself that way, or then she could be, like, something else entirely. Maybe. Hmm. 
I have to say her character, though, from, like, clips from people visiting the Disney parks, she seems like the most fun to, like, hang around with. Okay, there is a (laughs) 10-minute long video between the Evil Queen and Peter Pan, (gasps) and they sass one another so bad. It's hilarious. They will go back and forth with insults. It is the funniest thing. I've ever seen like Peter Pan's like oh that's why you wear like a shawl because you have wrinkles I don't have wrinkles you do and just like the fairy godmother from Cinderella comes in the picture and the evil queen is like oh you know someone you be my mirror like who is the fairest of them all and the fairy godmother says Snow White and then then, then the evil queen just turns around just said that she's like your days are numbered old woman and the fairy godmother she says oh they aren't numbered they're to infinity and then like the evil queen's like so that's what they're telling you these days it's amazing just how they stay in character yeah Yeah. and yet they're able to have so much fun with one another it is incredible but yes the other one that i've seen that's really good is gaston yeah gaston interacting with like little girls dressed up as Belle, and like one she's like you're going to lose. The beast's going to win. He's like, no, no, not the beast. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> or when they tell him he's, he wins the Nobel Prize. And I'm just oh, like, yes. oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a clip of um, the evil queen and Snow White having, the, like, the evil queen would swish her cape and Snow White would swish her dress. And they just kept going back and forth trying to be, like, the last one in the picture oh, or, like, this funny. video. And I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's one with the wicked stepmother and um, the two stepsisters, so Anastasia and Drizella, and they were trying to like teach oh, two hilarious. girls like manners, and they were very exaggerated, oh, and like, no. oh no, you have to do it like this, and they had like really exaggerated <laughs> voices, and yeah, that was fun, oh, very fun. What is next for Disney? What do we think? What direction should they go in? I don't know. I would love to see more original content from them in general. I yeah. think we're all kind of sequeled and series out from like between Marvel and all the princess stuff mm. and anything else you can think of. There's like a million sequels. And I think part of the problem is no one can keep up anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to like more original like source material from them. Yeah. I think they have probably most of like the old fairy tales done. So yeah, more original stories would be really nice. I have to say one of my like most favorite Disney movies that's not even a popular one is Meet the Robinsons and so I wish they would oh, do more books yeah. like movies based off of books. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be nice to for them to put more of the old stuff on Disney Plus, I think. Cuz I mean they they've got a pretty wide catalog of the blockbusters, but yeah, some of the more obscure maybe the straight to video sequels and it would be nice if it was everything disney has ever done you know occasionally they'd have to put like a historical context disclaimer on it but yeah it would be nice for it all to be there in totality just so everyone's disney could be represented I don't know. They got that Disney vault that they put things in. I know. Lock it up. <laughs> the Disney vault. Because, like, the other thing, too, is I remember there were movies that were that would go into the Disney vault, and they would just come back. Peter Pan was one of them. Mm. Um, and every seven years is a new generation, technically. So I think that's kind of part of it. But mm. I think they're eventually going to bring back more of their older stuff. It's just hard because they have so much content that's just, like, Disney Plus now. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's going to slow down. How much of the old stuff do we really need when we're constantly making our own newer stuff for just this platform? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice if they had, like, the Mighty Ducks. Oh, definitely. Are you talking about the animated one with the actual ducks? 
No, like the the hockey oh, movie. Because there was there was an actual animated series with Mighty Ducks, and they were actual ducks. Oh. They lived on Duck World, and they played <laughs> hockey. Oh. This was a thing, and I watched it all the time. <laughs> Or even just like, <laughs> oh, I want old episodes of like House of Mouse to be brought back because oh, that was that. Yes. that was probably one of my favorite oh. things they ever did, and like it was those Saturday morning cartoon things. Mm-hmm. Those series they should bring back too. They should. Yeah, yeah I miss all the '90s Disney Channel vibe. Yeah. Yeah. As, as I kind of discovered when we did the Jeanette McCurdy discussion mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago, the Disney Channel has changed dramatically since I was a kid. Yeah. And it would be so nostalgic to sort of bring back the shows that I can't even remember the names of now because... Yeah. And they used to do different things because I remember I was re-watching Lizzie McGuire and they make a joke about Angels in the Outfield, the movie, mm-hmm. because that was shown like the night before the first ever Lizzie McGuire movie. Okay. So mm-hmm. the Disney writers were just really astute about things like that. I think that's like the stuff they don't do anymore in mm-hmm. their shows and I wish they kind of would do some of that small stuff again. Yeah. Because that's what made it fun. Or even just like some more of like the old classic cartoons. Like I know mm-hmm. my mom is like, she grew up, she loved Donald Duck. Right. And yeah. so like, they don't have that many of the old cartoons from like the 50s or whatever mm-hmm. on there. No. And it would be nice to see some of those with the classic Disney characters again. Yeah. I remember someone told me this, that they had like a Disney animated like VHS series and it had different Halloween tales with Donald and Mickey and Goofy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's two of them they put on Disney+. Plus. There's a third one they won't do. And that's because Pluto won't stop chasing his neighbor's cat. And then because it's like Halloween, he descends into hell. And it's like Dante's Inferno oh, with I think I've seen Pluto. that. It's terrifying. It's scary, but <laughs> it exists. And I think it's one of those things that have a disclaimer like, this is a thing where we were pushing the boundaries of, like... I always argue, too, like, older Disney, as problematic as it was, it was less sanitized than, too. Yeah. So, like, they would have scary things happen. And mm-hmm. you would be like, oh, no, what's going to happen? But don't worry, Pluto comes back. He's okay. He's, oh, a, yeah. he's yeah. a good, happy little doggo. Don't worry. There's that ride, though, in Walt Disney World, right? It's Mr. Yeah. Toad. Yeah. And at the end, right, aren't you in, like, a fiery hell? That's, like, yeah. how the ride ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's like a ride. And I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. So if they have a ride, surely they could put a, a little cartoon on. <laughs> like, you know, it's not. And plus, like, I feel like kids have seen a lot more stuff at younger ages. Yeah. So I feel like this wouldn't really be as scary no. now as some other stuff has been. It's Donald Duck in Math Magic Land on Disney Plus. It should be. Do you remember this Donald Duck in Math Magic Land? They yeah. used to play it in no. like math classes when the teacher was sick or something. I didn't um, get this fun no. Yeah, it, it was great. It was like Donald learns about the Pythagorean theorem and what? It's, <laughs> it's great. It's educational out. and wow. informative and colorful. I know there's one with Donald Duck where he has like a nightmare like that he's living in like it's World War Two, so it's a propaganda film. Yeah. Like he's like he like is like a Nazi, and then like he wakes up and realizes he was like dreaming, and he like hugs the Statue of Liberty or something because like it's yeah, yeah. I saw that in college actually yeah. for my uh, like mass of communication. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was I mean like I knew Disney did do like a lot of cartoons during the war right. like propaganda you know yeah. for the war effort, but like I didn't know Donald Duck was in one of right. them. Yeah. But, 
Warner Brothers did the same thing too. Oh. So like the Looney Tunes also did those same things. Yeah, yeah there's some definitely Bugs Bunny cartoons from that era that have not aged well at all. No. Yeah. At the same time, I think they're historically important and it's not in keeping with Disney's current vibe. Right. But, you know, it's a part of history at this point. And it's also a part of the company's history. Yeah. Because right. they made things that they, like, can't undo because they right. made the they thing. They made them. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more honest to just put it out there than to put it in the memory hole. Well, yeah, I think they kind of want people to forget it. Instead right. of acknowledging, yeah. we did this, it was wrong. They mm-hmm. just kind of want to be like, okay, let's sweep this under the big Mickey Mouse-shaped rug. Right. <laughs> and as we learned from Snow White, this doesn't go very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of the equivalent of being let out of the park through the back entrance with all of the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds scary. It wasn't scary. It was just like, wow, I don't want to have to go through the back entrance ever again. <laughs> What's your favorite Disney movie of all time? Or favorites? That's a hard question. That's oh. very hard. I definitely like Tangled. I think that was one of those movies that it came out when I was in college, and I think I've seen it like a dozen times. It's beautiful. They said they had so much, like such a hard time animating it because of all of the, the hair. hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be. In the days before digital fur technology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, my favorites are Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella. Classics. Yeah. Sort of Disney princessy. I go back and forth, but I think my favorite growing up was The Little Mermaid. Mm. When Little Mermaid 2 came out, it was that for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And in terms of live action, I think the Beauty and the Beast one would probably be my favorite, just because of the music and everything. I did enjoy Aladdin 2, though. (laughs) I don't know. He goes back and forth. (laughs) It's hard. Yeah. It's a hard thing to choose. Yeah. Is Toy Story technically a Disney film, or is it Pixar? Well, I mean, Pixar's Disney, Disney, Pixar, now. yeah. Right. yeah. They yeah. were separate, but now they're all just one big happy yeah. family. Yeah, that's true. I, I would probably go with that, yeah. uh, with a little asterisk. Yeah. But, but yeah, the big happy family of Disney keeps on growing. Like, my Roku just logged me out of Hulu, and when I had to log back in, it said, you can now use your Hulu login on all Disney properties. I'm like, oh, I guess ESPN is Disney now. Cool yeah. is Disney now. Wow. It's growing. Yeah. <laughs> and everything else is shrinking. Hopefully that means that they're... They'll <laughs> hopefully it's a good thing. Yeah, hopefully that's a good thing. Um, it means they've got the finances to... We'll, we'll see. ...enable some of these pet projects that we really would like them to... <laughs> to green light. <laughs> yeah. I think they're, they're one of the bigger projects you're supposed to work on is Aristocats live action. That sounds a lot like... Cats live action, though. <laughs> Listen, Dutch, go well. Duchess is not the same as whoever the cats were from Cats. I, I know, but, like, I don't know. I feel like that would be, if they reinterpret the story along with the new, like, animation, I think it could be okay. Again, don't make the cats overly realistic, because right. they were not realistic no. to begin with. Oh. Did you watch the Lady and the Tramp live action version? Yeah, that no. one was just. It yeah. was very meh. I couldn't finish it. It wasn't very. <laughs> again, it's the animation. They're able to convey so much more emotion. Right. Than, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They did use like rescue dogs for it though. Yeah. Which was nice. That's nice. Yeah. But it was just hard to get them to eat the spaghetti in exactly the right way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening to Minor Rex. It's been a blast. We'll see you next time.